Hello and welcome to the Croydon Vineyard podcast. Just before we dive into the talk, we want you to know that you are so welcome and that we'd love to hear from you and to be in touch. You can reach us at croydonvineyard.org.uk, click contact or head over to the events page where you can connect with us at one of our online or in-person events. Over to Tom now as we go into the series, Take the Best and Run. Enter through the narrow gate, Jesus says. Wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. And few find it. Jesus came to forgive sins. You know, he'll forgive you of anything and everything you've done. He's so kind in his forgiveness, but more than that, he comes to give a better life. My experience, Leslie's experience, he does that. He's done that. My life is better because of Jesus. And I know hundreds, probably thousands of people who would say the same thing. It's not in the news. It doesn't get published to you, but under the cover of normal life, thousands and millions of people, probably billions all over the world, would say their life is better because of Jesus. But hear this, a better life is not probably going to be an easier life. Jesus uses two images here, maybe three images. He says the better life is found through the small gate, not the big gate. Have you ever had like a sofa delivered to your house and you have a small front door, a flat, small front door, and it's hard to get it in. It's much easier to get the sofa in with a big wide door. Mansions have big wide doors. Narrow gates are harder to get through. They're less impressive. Jesus says the way to life is through a small gate. Jesus uses the image of a road, a narrow road, a narrow path. It's harder to stay on it. It takes intentional effort, concentration, stay on the narrow path. The easier road is the wide road. The better life is found through the hard choices of staying on the narrow road. The third image, he said, is that it's, it's less popular. There's less people on the road to the better life. Most people following the crowd, going with the flow, leads you not to a better life, but to destruction, Jesus says. Jesus is basically telling you, take hard decisions. Embrace hard choices if you really want to find a better life. If you want to just take the easy path, go with the flow, if you want life to be straightforward, you'll end up in a place like hell. Now, as I reflect on this truth about hard choices, difficult path, I realise that probably I would say, yes, I agree with that. Yeah, that's what it will take to have a better life. I realise I've probably been discipled more by the hype of Hollywood than by the words of Jesus and what that actually would look like. Let me explain this to you. Probably the best film ever made, Ridley Scott's Gladiator. And the film Gladiator focuses in 
on a man called Maximus. And he makes hard choices over and over again. He chooses hard things for great end. He's a hero. He opposes Commodus. He chooses to honour the wishes of Marcus Aurelius. He pays great personal sacrifice for this. He persists and continues in the face of great adversity. And in the end, he is triumphant. He himself pays the price with his life, but Rome is set free. I watch a movie like Gladiator and I think, yes, I will walk a hard road. I can see that's the way to a better life for me and for my community and for the people around me. But then think about it like this. Ridley Scott created the film Gladiator to last only two hours, 35 minutes. And in the midst of this two hours, 35 minutes, Maximus goes through all his hardship and resolution, great triumph is achieved. His family, his wife and his kids executed, but 45 minutes later he's snogging a princess. Something about the understanding of what hardship is like makes me think that it's, it's temporary. There's temporary moments of pain, but quickly better feelings will come. And even in the film, when I watch it, Maximus is in his lowest places, there'll be a soundtrack, some emotive music to feel good or to, to have rich and thick emotion in the midst of this time of hardship. And so what I've been discipled into thinking is that a hard road, hard choices will in some way feel short, it will feel temporary, and it actually will have a backing soundtrack that will help me feel good and know what's going on. I've been discipled by the hype of Hollywood. And maybe some of you are in the same place as me. And what we need to hear from Jesus is this. Lay down the movie mindset. That's not how life works. If you really want a better life, embrace hard choices along a narrow road, which means that at times it will feel slow and hard and difficult, but it leads to life. It leads to life. Now, this teaching of Jesus could be applied in many different contexts of life, education, workplace, hard work, left foot, right foot, keep on doing the right things, yields great results. But in this Sermon on the Mount, Jesus focuses in this on relationships, on relationships. When we read a verse of scripture like we've done, we should always seek to put it in a paragraph, and even better to put it in the context of the book, the letter that it's written in. And Jesus, in this context, is speaking about relationships. Hear this, he says, in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets, relationships. Enter through the narrow gate. We need to get this. The place where hard choices, walking the narrow road, is most important for you in order to find the better life that Jesus wants for you, is in your relationships. It's in your relationships. You think I'm exaggerating? In Luke's gospel, an expert in the law comes to Jesus and says, how do I get life, the life that God wants for me? How do I get it? And Jesus says, what do you reckon? Which is always a good response whenever you're dealing with an expert. Just ask them what they think. The expert says this, love God and love your neighbor. And Jesus says, 
yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Loving your neighbor and loving God, the relationship between you and God and you and the people around you, that is the road you walk to get to the better life that Jesus wants to give you. I've met so many Christians who just don't get this. You know, I just think of a husband who came to me one time and described himself as a mature Christian who really loves the Lord and walked with the Lord in so many ways and you know, begins to cry and says, I just realized that for years, for years, I've not invested in my wife. I've gone off and done what I wanted to do for ministry or for my work or um, seeing my friends and my wife has finally, she's had enough and she's given up. And she says she hates me, she's separating from me. And can you fix it? Can you fix it, Pastor? Can you pray for me? And it's one of those moments where, if we're really honest, you can look at this person's life and they're collapsing in front of me. And the truth is, they've not made the hard choices required to do what Jesus said, which was to invest in the relationships of people around them, to do to others as they wanted done to themselves. And they are reaping hell on earth. They are reaping hell on earth. If you want a better life, invest in relationships. So what, how do we do this? How do we do this? Well, first of all, Jesus says, look generously. Look generously. Do not judge or you also will be judged. With the same measure you use for others, it will be used for you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye? Look on others generously. Choose to be somebody who looks at other people, your people in your life, generously. And if we look back over this last year, you think about just people who choose to look ungenerously on others have caused so much harm and pain. If you think of somebody like Derek Chauvin, a man who presumably went into the police with good intentions in Minneapolis, has got to the position where he no longer looked generously at a man like George Floyd and whose lack of generosity in thinking about this man who was seeking to arrest led him not only to arrest him but to, to ultimately murder him as we've heard decided in the courts this last week. He chose the wide and easy path to let cynicism, to let a lack of generosity develop within him, within his spirit. And Derek Chauvin, almost certainly right now, is in a place of unspeakable hell. Generosity of spirit, how we choose to look at others generously, really matters. It makes a huge difference to our lives. Will you be somebody who looks generously on others, no matter what situation you come across them in? Think about the beauty of the person of Jesus. You know, he, he looked at me and he could have seen me as a fickle guy, prone to pride, you know, kind of often just thinking about what is going on in my life. He could have looked at me as somebody and just thought, yeah, and he would have been right. 
But he looked at me and he said, you can be a saint. You can be a servant of the Most High God. You can be an, an heir and a co-heir of all the things of God. I see in you, Tom, just good things. I see the potential for good. I, 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 I look at you and says, come, come to me. What a generous measure Jesus used for me. And the truth is that Jesus uses that same generous measure for you. He looks at you and he loves you. He says, I'll, I'll give myself for you. I see good in you. I see great things for you. Emulate Jesus. Look at others generously. Look generously. Jesus says, pray generously. Pray generously. This same passage this bit, so again, just one that often taken out of context, but when talking about relationships, Jesus says this, ask and it will be given, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened. The Father loves to give things to you when you pray generously for others. Jesus says, pray for those who persecute you. If somebody's persecuting you, if they're being mean to you, they're snubbing you, overlooking you, Pray generously for them, Jesus says. Look generously, pray generously, act generously. Jesus says, in everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. This sums up the law and the prophets. Jesus encourages you to let your prayers flow into habits. Act generously towards the people in your life. The order is important here, I think. If you look generously and you just choose to think the best and think well of others, if you pray blessing on them, it's just so much easier then to act generously towards them. Do you know, uh, just a repeat thing in our marriage is um, in an evening, we'll, once the kids have gone to bed, we'll sit down and Leslie and I, and I'll be like, so what do you want to do? And, as you'll be like, oh, let's watch something on TV. So we'll watch something on TV for a bit. And then we'll go to bed and I'm tired, you know, I, I naturally get tired earlier than her and I'm lying in bed and just as I'm trying to fall asleep, then suddenly just, she'll just come out with, oh, do you know, and all this jibber jabber about things that stress me out. And she wants to talk about this big problem and this person and, Inside, all I can think is, we were downstairs, and we could have talked about this downstairs when I, I wasn't needing to go to sleep, but now you want to bring this up, now. And I think to myself, oh, if I could, could I just pretend to listen while I'm falling asleep, or could I tell her just to, I'll oh, just shut up, like I want to go to sleep now, and you know, night after night, this is the case. But I, then I think, and I think, well, this woman, I'm going to think generously of her. I'm going to look generously at her. And she's a lady who wants to be good. She wants to do right. She wants to do well. And I, I've prayed generously for her. And I've been like, Lord, use Leslie for your purposes. Let her love you more. Let her know you more. I pray nearly every day for my wife. Pray generously for her. And, and when I've looked generously at her and prayed generously for her, then it's just easier then in bed to look, okay, like I'm going to listen. I'm going to choose to hear you. I'm going to choose to give you attention. And so she gives her all of that. And I'll say, yes, dear. 
I'm here for you and is there anything you want me to do right now? And nearly always she'll say, no, I just wanted to tell you. And then I can switch my light off and go to bed. So as we look back, honestly, just over lockdown, these last 12 months or so, I wonder, I wonder, some of us, lockdown has shown us actually that we go with the flow. We don't really invest in our relationships, we just let things slide. We've got cynical, we've got critical, we've ducked hard choices, we haven't prayed generous prayers, we haven't done generous things. If that's you, let me say this to you. Please, get off that wide road. Choose to actively engage in your relationships. Embrace humility. Love the people around you through generous prayers, generous measures you use towards them, generous actions towards them. Do what Jesus calls you to do. You'll find a better life. You'll find a better life. Maybe some of you, you look back over these last 12 months and you think, do you know, I've tried. I've tried to measure others generously, you know, when stuff's kicked off about this issue or that issue and everybody's been jumping to make decisions and get on sides. I've acted, I've tried to think generously, I've tried to pray generously, I've tried to act generously. Maybe some of you feel like it's just been hard. I just feel like it doesn't feel like there's a soundtrack of celebration going on. I just feel like this is a narrow road. I'm walking this on my own. I feel like this is a challenging place to be. Let me say this to you. You're doing a good thing. You're on the right path. It's a small gate. It's a narrow road. Fewer on it. Just keep going stand firm left foot right foot it's a journey to life the price you are paying now the hard choices you are making now will yield life life in abundance like Jesus wants to give you don't give up don't be discouraged you are on the road to life